Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, this is Wisdom Wednesday, our Wisdom Wednesday segment. And uh, what I want to do is I want to share with you all a thought as we get ready uh, to head on into the end of the year, going into the new year. I want to share a thought with you what 2019 taught me. And I hope that 2019 taught you some lessons. I'm sure that it did. And I hope it taught you some things that that you can uh, redeem as valuable, that you can call uh, educational. Uh, I hope that 2019 left you better uh, going out as we're getting ready to go out uh, than it did on the way in. And uh, it just kind of depends on how you look at things in your life and how you look at certain circumstances uh, in your life as to how you're going to apply them to your life. Um, you know, we throw a lot of catchphrases around and we say things like, uh, you know, and, and, and this is uh, true, by the way, that uh, everything is a lesson. And so even when things don't necessarily go the way you want them to, there's a lesson to be learned uh, from it. If, you, if you're looking at your life the right way, uh, you never, ever really lose anything as much as you either win or you gain some wisdom uh, behind what happened to you. And so I want to talk to you all today about what 2019 um, taught me. There was a lot of things that happened in my life. Uh, in 2019. And, and I do want to say that um, the vast, vast, vast majority of 2019 has been good to me. Um, the pinnacle of 2019 uh, was me having uh, my third son, my wife and I having our second son together, but it was my third son. Uh, the pinnacle of 2019 was Carter being born. And uh, that's just been a tremendous blessing. But and, and obviously coming into 2019, we already knew that Carter was in the oven, so to speak. Um, and so uh, going on that journey and, and getting to June and having another son, um, 2019 was definitely a blessed year for me in that regard. There's a lot of other things. And again, we're going to touch on that. Uh, when we talk about what 2019 taught me. Um, there's a lot of other things that happened. But uh, with my son being born, I just could not ask for better uh, in 2019. Um, there, there were some challenges in the year. Uh, there were some things that happened that were obviously not gone according to uh, what I wanted them to. But I just believe, uh, as I quote on my radio broadcast, uh, Romans 8 and 28, when it says all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And so I believe that everything that happened, it's all going to work towards my good. It's all going to work out for my good. So even the things that weren't necessarily so great in 2019, um, I still found a way to be blessed in the midst of it. Um, I still found a way to, to, to learn some things from it. Um, but I want to give you all a few things um, that I wrote down before I decided to do this podcast. This is not my my last Wisdom Wednesday of 2019, but um, I, I felt pressed to uh, share this with you all now. Uh, we're a couple of weeks away from the end of the year, but I felt pressed to share this with you all now. What 2019 taught me. Now, now one, the first thing, first thing I want to share with you uh, in terms of what 2019 taught me, and some things, by the way, let me say this before I get into this. Some things were taught and some things were retaught. If you're not in the in the business of constantly learning, and, and, and again, even when we're taught some things, sometimes we got to be taught it again. We got to be reminded, right? And so some of these things, they may seem familiar. I know they were familiar to me in certain areas when I was writing them down, but there were some things that I was taught. There were some things that were reinforced for me. There were some things I was retaught. First thing, y'all, first thing that, that 2019 taught me, 
There are no insignificant moves when you're operating in your purpose. And so again, some of the things that, that, that I had to do this year in line with what I believe that my purpose is in this life, uh, what God has called me to do. Um, I had to accept the fact that there are no insignificant moves. And again, that may be one of those things that I had to be retaught. That may be one of those things that, that God had to remind me of. There are no insignificant moves when you're operating your purpose. So what do I mean when I say that? Everything that you do that's within your purpose it's not going to be great. It's not going to be grand. There's sometimes some little small things that you have to do to line up with the big picture. There are some little things. There's some small things. There's some small steps. There's some things that may seem insignificant, but they do line up with the big picture. Let me, let me give an example like this. You know, uh, when you're building a house, if you're building a house and you're using bricks to build a house, all the bricks serve their purpose. And, and, and one brick in your hand may be a small brick, but it goes somewhere and it serves a purpose as part of the entire structure. And so, again, there, there are some things that, that, that I had to do this year that may have seemed small and insignificant at the time. But if they were in line with what my purpose is in life, then they were not insignificant just because they were small. A shift in direction doesn't necessarily mean a change in destination. And so there were some things that I had to adjust, and I'm going to touch on that a little bit later as we go through. There's some things that I had to adjust on my way to my destiny, and I'm still on my way, by the way. I have not arrived. There were some things that I had to adjust that I had, some, had to change in line with the purpose, and it may even seem like a shift in direction, and that's some stuff that I'm actually going to share with you all on the podcast in the coming weeks. It may seem like a shift in direction, but there's not a change in the destination that God has for me. And so even if it seems like I'm going in a different direction, even if it seems like I was going straight at this moment and all of a sudden I hung a left, right? It's it's still in line with what God would have for me to do. So even if there's a shift in direction, it doesn't necessarily mean a change in destination. So that's the first thing that I had to get. There are no insignificant moves when you're operating in your purpose. Now, let me add something to that. There's a lot of insignificant things that you can do when you're outside of your purpose. Plenty of things that you can do to waste time. Plenty of things that you can do that will stop you from getting to where you're going. Plenty of things, y'all, that will have you off course and you think you're actually doing something. You think you're actually operating in what God told you to do. And there's plenty of stuff that can get you off track. And so I want to make sure that I make that distinction very clear. There are no insignificant moves when you're operating within your purpose, within your purpose. There's got to be some balance. And I want to share something with you all. I was just pulling it up uh, on my tablet here. I want to share something with you all that I shared on social media uh, the other day. And I like to share these thoughts uh, here and there. And I said something, I said, while you're trying to overdo it, don't mess around and underdo it. Laziness is a thief. And I said, use pace and balance, use the brakes and the accelerator, but whatever you do, don't leave the work undone. And so sometimes we'll miss, we'll miss the work. Sometimes we'll leave some things undone because we see it as small and insignificant when, when in reality it's in line with the purpose. It's what's necessary to get it done. And, and, and I just believe that details do matter. Sometimes we're glossing over these things because we don't like 
details. We don't like the tedious things um, that go into chasing after your purpose. And I'm just a firm believer that even if you're chasing after something that you love to do, even if you're actually operating in your passion and you're listening to my voice right now, and what you do is actually in line with what you want to do, it's your passion, it's your call, and all of those things, no matter what it is, there's always some parts of it that you find a little tedious and you find, I don't really feel like doing that, but those things are important. So we cannot uh, miss the details because we see them as small and insignificant. If it's in line with your purpose, then it's something that you ought to be chasing after. Next thing, y'all, you must intentionally, what 2019 taught me, you must intentionally invest your time and your money in yourself. I'm going to say that again. 2019 had to, had to remind me, teach me, reteach me, whatever the case was. You must intentionally invest your time and your money in yourself. This is very important. And I'm not talking about being selfish. I'm not talking about not sharing with people. I'm not talking about not supporting people. But I'm saying when it comes down to the things of you, you must intentionally Invest your time and your money in yourself. I've noticed, even even in, with myself, that there are times where I kind of put my purpose on the back burner so that I can put some time and effort into what somebody else was doing. I've done that before. Some of you may have done that before. I've given somebody else my energy. Let me help you get your thing off the ground. Let me put my stuff on hold. Let me throw some money behind your thing. Let me let me hold off on, on what I'm doing over here. We've got to make sure that we intentionally invest our time and our money in ourselves. Now, again, I want to be clear. I'm not talking about being selfish. We're talking about purpose on this podcast. I'm talking about what is it that God told you to do? Invest your time in that. What is it that God called you to do? Invest your money in that. Let me do it, do it like this. Not necessarily in, not necessarily in a business sense or anything like that. I just want to talk to you in a practical sense. If God told you to be better at who you are, if God says, I want you to be a better Christian, I want you to serve me better. And part of that means taking some of your money and going and investing it in some books that you need to read and study. And I'm not saying that because I'm an author. I'm just saying that in general, because I just believe that a lot of times we're not better because we do not read. If God tells you to do that, be intentional about it. Take your resources and say, I need to go find some books that make me better. If God calls you to be something uh, uh, in your professional life and the Lord speaks to you, I want you to be clear. The Lord speaks to you and says your wardrobe is not up to par. Be intentional about that. Take your money and your resources to say, my wardrobe needs to be up to par to match what I'm called to do. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, be intentional. Take the time. Now, if you're going into business for yourself, don't just go into a study. Find out what that business is supposed to be. Find out what that business is supposed to do and be intentional about your time and your money and invest it in yourself. Let me give you a couple of notes on that very quickly before I move on to that third thing I want to share. Uh, support yourself the way you expect others to. You can't keep telling everybody to get behind your vision if you're not behind your vision. 2019 reminds me of that, right? And again, if you know me, you know that I'm all about vision and I'm all about chasing uh, my purpose. But as I just said to you earlier, there are times where I said, okay, I'm going to put my thing on hold 
and throw my money behind what this person is doing. God says, listen, that's all right to do that every now and then, but you need to be intentional about what I called you to do. There are times where I've, I've, I've had some pages to write, I've had some sermons to prepare, had some podcasts to do, where I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that right now. Let me go out and support this or let me go out and help that. And God says, hey, that's great. But when you get back, I need you to give me my time. So, so if you postponed me, then get back to me when you get back to, to, to the place where you can work. So these are the things that I'm talking about. You can support people, but support yourself in the same way that you expect others to. If people see you riding hard for yourself, they'll want to get on board. They'll want to get on board. Never be afraid. Let me say this very quickly. Never be afraid to build your own platform. Now, I'm going to do a podcast in about probably a week or two concerning that um, because of the season that I'm in. Never be afraid to build your own platform. Now, I'm saying this in, in, in this sense. It's all right for you to desire to be on, uh, to, to want to be on somebody else's platform. It's all right for you to desire that. It's all right for you to be on somebody else's program. If they call you and say, come and share your gift, come, come exercise what God has given you and share it with the people. It's all right for you to want to be on somebody else's platform. But listen, you've got to be willing to build your own because the reality is some of the platforms that you decide to be on, you may never get that call. You may not be some of the people that you see on some of them platforms. You say, man, it'll be great if I was there. You may not be willing to do what they did to get there because even even in my line of work, even in preaching, people will sell themselves out in order to get to certain places, in order to get on TV or be able to preach in that church or whatever the case may be. Um, how do you sell yourself out? Let me give you a side note here. How could a preacher sell himself out to get on a certain platform? Well, maybe he decides not to preach what the Lord told him to preach. Maybe in order to get on that platform, uh, they say you can't be that heavy handed. You can't talk about sin and you can't talk about all that other stuff up in here. And some preachers say, okay, I'll bring you a different sermon, right? And so we've got to be careful. You've got to be willing to build your own platform. You've got to be willing to invest in yourself. This is what 2019 taught me. Invest in yourself and build your own platform if you must do so. You don't have to be on everybody else's platform. And by the way, don't build a platform so everybody can just come and try to get on your platform. Just build it large enough for you to stand on. I just said something right there. You can build that platform large enough just for you to stand on. It don't have to be for everybody to come and run. And and, and again, let me say it like this. And brown nose up to you. Build your platform just so you can stand on it. Just so people can recognize, hey, that person is doing their thing. They built their platform. They're operating in their own lane. They're running their race because nobody can run your race better than you. And so let me get to this last thing. I'm a little bit over now, but I want to make sure um, that I get to this last thing. Last thing, y'all, 2019 taught me integrity is still paramount. 2019 teaches me that integrity is still paramount. Integrity still matters. That kind of piggybacks on what I just said at the end of the last the last uh, principle there. Integrity still matters. Don't sell yourself out. Don't sell your principles out. Integrity still matters. I say this in, in, in not only in relation to the line of work that I'm in. Um, I say this in, in relation to where our country is right now. There's a lot of people who have sold out their integrity. There's a lot of people who are getting ready to sell out their integrity, but integrity still matters. Integrity still matters. Let me share a 
uh, a brief scripture with you, and then we're going to get out the way. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1, New Living Translation. It says, choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in high esteem is better than silver and gold. Integrity is still paramount. So, 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 so let me close it out like this. When I talk about integrity is still paramount. Um, one of the great things that happened for me in this year of 2019 was I got to lecture in front of a state convention behind a book that I wrote three years ago. That's, that still seemed to be making waves book called, are we still making disciples? And I got to lecture on the strength um, of that book. It was a state convention. Um, it wasn't the state convention that I belonged to, but it was another state convention um, that got a hold of my book. And uh, the uh, the Congress uh, president uh, of that, that convention, he wanted me to come up and do a lecture uh, on my book. And when I wrote that book, um, are we still making disciples? It was really a challenge to the church. And it was something that at least from, from the place that I've been and the way I've heard people talk, it wasn't necessarily a popular thing because people are talking about everything in the church, but making disciples. That's why we have a Monday morning discipleship podcast, but we were talking about everything but that. And I don't think anybody wanted to hear it, or I didn't think anybody wanted to hear it because people saw it as old church. You know, that's the old thing. We want to hear about uh, finance and we want to hear about prosperity. We don't want to hear about discipleship. Um, you know, God, take care of me right now. Even if I die and go to hell, I live the good life down here. And, and the, the there was a lot of things that I could have said in the book. There were a lot of things that I could have pulled out in the book. And I guess that's the point I'm trying to make when I talk about the nature of the book and how it may be seen as old fashioned. There's a lot of things I could have pulled out of the book in order to make it more appealing. But I refused to do that because my integrity, in my opinion, my integrity was at stake. Are you going to hold true to what God told us to do? Are you, are you willing to be held in high esteem where people say he has integrity? He's, he's true to himself. He's true to his cause. He's true to his mission. Do you have integrity or would you rather sell it out for money? Proverbs 22 and 1. Choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in high esteem is better than silver and gold. And so I had to decide that integrity was paramount to me. The way the Lord blessed me in 2019, when I consider that, again, as I said this, I was called to another state convention to give a lecture. And I'll say it like this. Before I said a word, they had already handed me a check. And as I said to my wife, I said I was paid based on what I had already done. My integrity, what was in the book, who I was. They said, we, we, we were honoring you because of your integrity. We, we, we don't need you to come and do anything but be yourself. We've read the book. We know who you are. We're inviting you here based on what you put in the book and based on your integrity. Integrity still matters. This is one of the most important things that I learned in 2019 is that my integrity still matters. Again, I wrote that book three years ago. And I wrote it for moments like the one I had up up in, in, in uh, Saginaw, Michigan. I wrote it for moments like that to where somebody can say, can you come and talk to us about the basis of the church, which is making disciples? I wrote it for that moment. And had I thrown in the towel somewhere along the way, had I thrown in the towel, had I given up, 
I might have missed that moment that God had for me. And that's not the last moment that God has for me, but it was significant to me. And and I might have missed that moment had I sold out, had I said, no, nah, I don't want to be uh, that person. I'd rather be popular. I'd rather have some money. I'd rather have people uh, fawning over me. But I, I stayed true to what I wrote. And the Lord blessed me for it, simply because I was obedient to him, by the way. Integrity is still paramount. So if I'm taking anything out of 2019, it's those three things that I just shared with you all. No insignificant moves when you're operating in your purpose. Again, I kept on writing. I wrote that book three years ago and God says three years from now to manifest, right? So, so there's no insignificant moves. I was intentionally investing my time and my finances in me this year and what God called me to do. And then last thing, I did everything I could to keep my integrity. And I believe at the end of the day, God blessed me for it. What 2019 taught me was those three things in a nutshell. Um, there were plenty more lessons along the way, but those are the three that stuck out. So as you go, as you get ready, and I'm going to wrap this up now. And I know I'm over, but God bless you all if you stay to the end. As you get ready to go to the end of 2019, you ask yourself, what did 2019 teach me? And what are the lessons that I learned in 2019 that I can carry into 2020 and build on and expound on and expand on and grow further in? What did 2019 give me that I can carry into the next year? And I want to say this very quickly because there's so many things that we try to get rid of as we go out. I'm, I want to get rid of this. I don't want to carry this into the new year. I don't, and I get that. But think about it in this regard. What did 2019 give me that I can carry into the new year? Because again, we don't hear that enough about the things that we can actually pick up and take into the new year. We're always thinking about things we need to throw away. But what did the year give you? that you can say, you know what, I'm going to take that and I'm going to build on it in the next year. Consider those things as you get ready to head into the new year. That's all the time that we have. Again, I went a little bit long and I hope you all stayed with me until the end. Um, I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to get that out. And again, I don't want to wait uh, two weeks for that. I wanted to give that to you all this evening. Listen, listen, as always, let's give you our tag. If you'd like to keep up with our ministry, ministry website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. Listen, if you'd like to uh, support our written work, if you'd like to purchase uh, any of our books, the best way to do that is to find us at the publishing website, Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, if you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. Um, again, as always, we like for you to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you listen to us, hit the subscribe button. Give us a rating. Uh, give us a like. Share with your friends and family. We welcome your comments. We welcome your feedback. Whatever you want to do, but wherever you listen to us, please, 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 we ask you subscribe to the podcast. Again, that's all the time that we have for Wisdom Wednesday on today, and we hope that you enjoyed it, and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.